Hello, dear friends. Remember studying the home is his castle in chapter 17 of the Godly Woman Bible Study? The answer to the question, what makes a home a castle to the husband, is the character and godliness of the woman who lives there. It is not the furniture, food, or structure of your house, but the woman who bears the image of Jesus Christ that turns an ordinary house into a castle for her husband and children. I am thankful, ladies, that you have chosen to gather with me again as we study chapter 19 of the Godly Woman Bible Study titled, Being His Queen. This will be our fifth pillar in the building of our imaginary home. Now, before you throw your hands up in defeat, it is good to listen firstly from Irma's heart to yours. Irma says, Our definition for the word queen is a woman foremost or judged to be foremost among others in certain attributes and accomplishments. The goal of every wife should be to live in such a way that we are our husband's crown. The queen who interests us today is the one who, by her attitude, appearance, and character, makes the man of the castle exclaim, There are many fine women in the world, but you are the best of them all. Love, Irma. Ladies, today we will look at three areas of queenly attributes. Attitudes, appearance, and character. Let's begin with prayer before we start our lesson. Dear Father, you have modeled before us a righteous and loving life through the life of Jesus. Lord, we want to be godly and royal in our character, attitudes, and appearance because beauty lives within. Open our minds and understanding on becoming a woman of excellence to radiate the love of God and live out the fruit of your Spirit in our homes and everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you heard the expression, check your attitude? This expression starts with personal ownership. I am responsible for my attitude. For some, this is a new thought because they allow others, events, or blocked expectations to determine their attitudes. But ladies, we need to stop, take our attitudes to the Lord, and choose whether to walk in the Spirit or in the flesh. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says, We are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Ladies, are you capturing your thoughts? Or are your thoughts capturing you? Are you making your thoughts obey God's word? Does your attitude reflect a bitter Betty, a nagging Nellie, selfish Shelley, complaining Connie, critical Kelly, or a talkative Trudy? What about a fearful Francis or a faithless Fiona? Let's look at what the scriptures teach about our attitudes. When the Israelites were to conquer the promised land, 
Moses sent 12 spies to check it out. They were instructed to see, smell, touch, taste, hear what the land was like, knowing that God would give them this land. However, their experience caused them to doubt God's word and to believe their own thoughts and perceptions, that the people were too strong, the cities too fortified, the men were of great size, and then concluded they could not take the land. Ladies, don't allow what you experience, think, or feel, or even hear to determine your attitude. Take them captive and choose to walk in God's Spirit in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Your husband and children will enjoy the attitude change all day long, and your home will be a castle to him and peaceful for everyone. Next, let's look at a queenly appearance. Have you ever wondered how God would dress his daughters? Since he is king of all, and as believers, we are now part of his family. That makes us a princess, right? Well, in Ezekiel 16, 10 through 13, God refers to Jerusalem as a she and entered into a covenant with her. God says, I also clothed you with embroidered cloth and put sandals of porpoise skin on your feet. And I wrapped you with fine linen and covered you with silk. I adorned you with ornaments and put bracelets on your hands and a necklace around your neck. I also put a ring in your nostril, earrings in your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver, and your dress was a fine linen, silk, and embroidered cloth. You ate fine flour, honey, and oil, so you were exceedingly beautiful and advanced to royalty. Ladies, if God chooses apparel that reflects who we are inside, His princess, we also must cultivate our hearts and soul to reflect the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. It should be our goal to bring glory to our great God and to honor our husbands by our appearance and more so in the inner man. I'm not talking about buying and wearing expensive clothing, ladies. What we wear should highlight our inner man and be like the frame that accentuates a picture. Let me ask you, ladies, some searching questions on your appearance. Do you consult with your husband about your choice of clothes? Does he cast the deciding vote on the clothes you buy? Do you dress to please and honor him, meaning modestly and within budget? Do you wear things he disapproves of? Are you paying less attention to being attractive now than you did before your marriage? 
For all women, married, single, widowed, or divorced, we should first shop with our Lord and dress always to please Him. Our outfits become gifts from God, not fashion statements. At a conference I attended in my early 20s, I heard a woman describing her need for a white blouse. She was a widow with two children. Her immediate response was to pray, asking God, Do I buy a new white blouse? Should I go to a secondhand store? Do you want me to wait? She felt God wanted her to wait. If I remember the story correctly, she did wait, telling no one about her need, and in a few days a friend gave her a new white blouse. It did much for her faith, increased her love for her God, and she felt special at the needed event as she wore it proudly. Ladies, our loving Father wants to care for us in the smallest matters. Trust Him. He is faithful. Thirdly, let's talk about the queenly woman's character as she influences her home. Character is a person's distinctive set of qualities or traits that make the person who they are. The Bible study includes integrity, consistency and faithfulness, emotional stability and maturity. But today, I would like to concentrate on integrity. The definition of integrity, according to the Oxford Online Languages, is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. Another way of saying it is being who you really are when no one is watching. Now that definition is thought-provoking, isn't it? Why should I be concerned about my integrity? Everyone, you may think, slips up and accidentally tells a white lie once in a while. What does that have to do with being a godly woman in my home or even outside of my home? Ladies, there is no such thing as a little white lie. A lie is a lie, and God says that he hates a lying tongue. Because God is truth and cannot lie, he wants us to pattern our life after him. Being truthful provides a strong foundation for our life's testimony. Look at the book of Job, second chapter, verse 3, which says, The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. And he still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Scripture records the devastating loss of lives, property, and livestock to Job by Satan's hand. However, Job fell to the ground and worshipped his great God in response to the tragedy. He held fast to who he was in his integrity. King David prays in Psalm 25, verse 21, Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Again in Psalm 41, verse 12, it says, As for me, you uphold me in my integrity, and you set me in your presence forever. 
Proverbs 11 verse 3 talks about the integrity of the upright will guide them. In Proverbs 20 verse 7, Solomon says, A righteous man who walks in his integrity, how blessed are his sons after him. Did you know our integrity impacts our children and grandchildren for generations? Ladies, who we are is really shown by our integrity. Allow your words, attitude, and appearance to reflect the person you are in Christ, the born-again, sanctified disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Your husband will then shout from his castle, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Proverbs 31.30 Let us end our time in prayer. Dear Father, How I rejoice in all that you have taught us today, for it is our desire to please you and our husbands in our attitudes, appearance, and character. Help us to grow to reflect your love, your integrity, and to dress in such a way that it brings glory to you and honor to our husbands. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies, Until we gather again, bye for now.